We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right. Good morning, everybody. I'm Bart Winkler. I have Grant Bills alongside me. Grant and I, along with Paul Emig, are going to do mm-hmm, mm-hmm, which will air for you tomorrow. And we have recorded this. So our, our ears already know the greatness that you will get. I could pump them both out, but no, nah, I'm not going to do that. That will be Thursday's episode. And at the end of Thursday's episode, Paul left us with a question. And it was very well tying into what we've been talking about, about does the NBA have a regular season problem? And to uh, address this, I will first play a voicemail that I got from Hot Take Jake, if you don't mind. Carl's Place brings us the voicemails. Carl of ET.com. Backslash Bart. Get a golf simulator. Grant, that apartment looks perfect for a golf simulator. It, the whole thing could be, it would just be a golf simulator. That would I be don't my- know what other, what other way would you want to live. <laughs> Matt, in the falls the other night, we were talking about our disdain that if we were going to go to the game, Giannis didn't play. And I almost brought my son and that would have been because Giannis is the only guy he recognized. Yep. So here's how it takes Jake's retort. Good morning, world. It's your boy, hot take Jake. I know I've had kind of a hiatus from the show. That's life, man. But I'm listening to Tuesday's show and I just got to give a shout out. To Matt in the Falls, because like it or not, Matt, you are now my fucking guy. You are 100% correct. Whatever is going on with the NBA, this is ridiculous. Guys sitting out with little boo-boos, little, little knee soarenesses. Um, not going to cut it, man. Like, maybe this is how I know that I'm getting old. But, like, I just saw a graphic the other day that at 40 years old, Michael Jordan playing for the fucking Washington fuck. Wizards on a minimum salary led the NBA in minutes played and did not miss a game. So I'm going to say this to Giannis. You're my guy and Chris, you're not my guy, but I'll say it to you too because you deserve it. Rub some fucking dirt on it and get out there and fucking play. You fucking pussies. Wow. Captivating stuff. Strong words. Very strong. So I think what I am trying to figure out is the NBA season. It is too long for the teams that it's too long for. Yeah. So I'm going to just pull up the NBA standings here real quick. If you don't uh, mind. No, go ahead. Just a better. I mean, I, 
like I'll say, while you're doing that, I never felt like the NBA season was too long when the Bucks were chasing 60 wins. The first season, Not, never, never. When they were yep. trying to get the eighth seed, it was never too long. When they were trying to, you yep. know, even win 50 games for the first time, it was never too long. But Giannis we know chasing MVP, never too long. We know the Nets, the Celtics, the Bucks, the Sixers will be top seeds, and then like the Cavs. Okay, the Cavs are playing better than we thought, and they might need every game to get a top four seed. And the Knicks now are a few games over 500, and you know, then there's teams like the Bulls who are struggling through it and they might need some time to figure it out the raptors and it's not too long for them in the west i mean a lot of teams are hurt the clippers the warriors the the timberwolves are trying to figure it out the suns right now are three games under 500 it's too long for the suns because the suns want the season to be over that it's too long for phoenix in that way but it's not you know it's not too long it might be too long for the nuggets it might be too long for the grizzlies it's not too long for the kings Kings are having their best year in a long time. They want to savor every bit of this. Kings fans, Kings fans would be fine if this regular season was 200 games long. It's how I felt about the Brewers in 2021, where I'm like, I could just watch this team for three more months. I'm just enjoying watching them. Yeah. I don't even need the elimination games to start. Yeah, totally. So it's too long for the teams it's too long for. But it's just right for the teams that it's not too long for. That being said, we are one of the teams that it's too long for. Mm-hmm. And you're going to see guys rest more than they might in a normal year. And that is a problem because the NBA is also an entertainment factory. So you've got two things going on. You've got a, you've got a team who their goal is to win a title and they need everyone to be healthy and they're going to give proper rest to these guys throughout the year. I can't argue against that. I want my team to win titles. They're taking the approach that they think will best help them win a title. If a guy's a little hurt or just take precautions, these are the things you do when you are good, you have time. However, it's also, you know, a product that you're trying to take money from me from. I can't have Emma emailing me every three days and to set me up with a package. If Giannis is only going to play half the time, it's not fair to him. It's not fair to the team. They got to do their own thing, but you're also like, you're not playing a closed gym. You are mark you, you are marketing people to come there. So you're paying for Valley too. That's, that's expensive. That's yes. That's, that's a cable add-on for a lot of people. That's that's a big hindrance that a lot of people wouldn't do if not for the Bucks. So I don't know what the answer is or what the solution is. It does seem like I I forget what game I was watching. I referenced this already, but there was an announcer that said, "Well, one of the things in the NBA this year is that you have to really navigate the games you know your stars will miss." And it's just assumed now that if you're a good team and you have guys, even if they're fully healthy. They're going to sit out 10, 15 games. And, yeah. and, and that's not like, then you start to wonder, well, do we need the 82 games? And if there's more teams that it, it becomes, you don't need it for, but they're never going to get rid of them, Grant, because holla, holla, dollar bill, y'all. I think a big part of this season, and I talked about this with a friend the other day, the teams that are succeeding are the teams that are figuring out how to win without one of their best players on any given night. You know what I mean? Except for maybe the Celtics who are young and in their prime and Tatum and Brown aren't missing time other than like maybe Malcolm Brogdon, who's a veteran anyways, and Robert Williams, like they're not worried about injuries. I think we're in a tough spot in Bucks fans as Bucks fans. I saw Mitch Ross, I think the other night tweet, like this has been a nightmare season when it was announced Giannis was missing a game, which is funny to me a little bit because they're a top seed and they're a title contender. It's very interesting how our perception of the season is, you know, maybe different than it would have been a couple of years ago, but the Bucks are this perfect storm right, where they've already won a title. 
so the foot is off the gas a little bit in the regular season as it is. All of these guys have gotten paid. Drew's been paid. Giannis has been paid. Chris has been paid. There's a lot of veterans. George Hill, a lot of guys on the bench have kind of got theirs over the course of their career, even if they don't have wins. And something I've talked about with both of our friends, Justin Garcia, these guys all have families. They have kids. You know what I mean? So when they lose a when they lose a regular season game, they go home and say, oh, whatever, you know, back to real life, back to time with my kids, back to the things that actually really matter to me. Whereas the Celtics or the Grizzlies or the Pelicans or some of these teams that skew a little younger, they're in their prime and basketball is what they do. They haven't won yet. They're fighting for that next big contract and they don't go home to a, a white picket fence and a family and kids every night to keep them kind of grounded and, and balanced. The best athletes aren't balanced. They're nuts. Right. And they show up to the gym every night like it's the only thing in the world that matters. So I, I think this Bucks team specifically has this perfect storm of factors that really make the regular season kind of a, a, a tough and a kind of a hard to watch you know, process. And it will be over the next couple of months. Totally. So we know that. But even if we know that we're still watching every game. I mean, I, I tell you what, of all the people who are on my networks, we have Ebo in the morning and his kind of casting crew, Bill and Ben in the afternoon. Like, I am the guy who watches all the Bucks games. I'm the guy who watches League Pass. I'm the Paul Emig kind of of my radio family and our network. And the last couple of weeks, I've watched the Badgers a couple of times over the Bucks, or I've done something else over watching the Bucks. So even me, it's like, well, if Giannis isn't playing and Chris still isn't playing and they're playing this non-common opponent who they're not going to see in the playoffs – it's not that I don't want to watch, but like if I have something else I need to get done, I'm going to do that. Or I'm going to listen to a podcast or something else. Cause it's, it's not always the, I'm not getting the best return on investment for those two and a half hours watching a Bucks game where no one's playing. You know, one thing I have no uh, memory of or recallability is Badger football. Like, yeah, I can't name special. plays and games and, Oh, remember that year against Iowa? I can't do that. I remember Graham Mertz's throw against Nebraska to win that game this year. I don't remember the Iowa game. I remember the end of the Minnesota game. Yeah, I guess Michigan I just, State I just, I just, I just take it out of my memory. I watch yeah. it. I just don't remember it. Yeah. It's weird. So I they have do have a, they do have a regular season problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can I can I read you a tweet that was kind of going viral earlier this week? You probably saw it. Do you have an opinion on this? This is from Nate Jones says, I think the NBA has gone too far with all of the jerseys and court changes, need to pull back and dig in on consistent team identity. It's already tough for fans to keep up with the player movement, and now there's no consistent team identity when you turn on games. Do you think there's anything to that? No. You don't? I think that's a weird complaint. You're, you're, not, you're not bothered? Well, okay, here's the thing. If I turn on Rockets Lakers and the jerseys are blue and gold, or blue and red. Like some, sometimes I turn on the TV and I got to figure out this is such an old man complaint. I also saw someone in Buck's Twitter tweet like, Hey, if, if we had to build a statue to Giannis, or if we have to remember Giannis some way, like what Jersey is he wearing? It's kind of a good point. Maybe it doesn't matter to you. I I, I don't see this landing with you, but I wanted to bring it up. Oh, well, well, I guess he'd wear the black one. He won the finals then, right? Yeah. Yeah. But they've changed that black jersey a couple of times now over the last few years. I don't like how when there's a jersey, it just goes away. Year to like year. the yellow one. I want them to wear the yellow one again. The blue ones went away. They won a title. They won playoff games in those blue jerseys. I don't, I don't think about them. Yeah, they did. Uh, the Mecca jerseys, the yellow ones. I love the purples. 
I love the purples and they're going to get rid of them after this year. And they, they feel as though they can only wear the purples if they're doing a nineties night, which is dumb. That's something the brewers would do. That's a brewers thing to do. I guess I could think more about that, but I don't know. If it doesn't strike a nerve with you, that's fine. I just thought I'd bring it up. It's kind of on the topic. I didn't mean. To I would say, I think, I think the one thought I've had on this is in the playoffs, you should wear your jerseys. I like that. Yeah. Like in the playoffs, you should wear your wear your jerseys. Wear wear your standard, yeah, your traditional jerseys. Yeah, because those yeah, because those are going to be memories that we look back on forever. I guess that are ingrained in time. And if I don't know, maybe it doesn't matter. It's just something that was kind of floating around Twitter, and everyone was sharing their opinion uh, to get it, it back to the regulars. My first thought was it seems kind of Andy Benoit. Uh, Ty Montgomery's wearing eighty eight. Who's Andy Benoit? Oh, oh, that I haven't thought about him in forever. Yeah, he got real mad. He thought that, and now everyone's changed their jersey numbers, but he thought when the him, Packers were allowed to have Ty Montgomery wear 88, it was unfair. I uh for, I, I asked him to come on my show one time, and he was like, I'm really busy. Try me again in like five months. And I'm like, that's just say no at that point. That's my only interaction ever with him. I asked Charles Robinson to come on. He wanted $50 from me. From Yahoo. Did you consider paying him out of your pocket? No, I said, dude, you don't get what we are. Thanks anyway. Um, I, emailed the NFL, Robinson? I emailed the NFL Network guy a couple of weeks ago to try to get James Jones, and then he had to remind me that James Jones is no longer on NFL Network. And I'm like, that's good stuff. Where is he, Fox? I think he's on Fox and he does Packers radio and whatever. I, I saw he was on Bill's show and I was like, I can get guests too. And then I emailed the wrong guy about it. So. Oh, I don't think that NFL network guy, he would never give me anybody. He hasn't responded the last two times. I want to get Steve Mariucci because he's from the UP and I just, that's a gold mine. I need to dig into that. I need, there's UP questions to be asked. There's, there's coaching Matt LaFleur angles that I want to hit. And Matt LaFleur played football in Michigan downstate as they call it in the UP. And I, I, if I can just get Mariucci on, I feel like he would leave a 10 minute conversation with me thinking that's not what I expected. That was, wow. What a, what a specific prepared experience. I might come back. In fact, I might screw the booking guy. I might give that guy my number. I want to be his friend. I think I could land that, but it's a very specific guy. I'm working on it anyway. Hmm. Well, good luck to you, uh, Grant. More from you tomorrow and Paul Emig on. Mm-hmm, and I appreciate mm-hmm. I appreciate your uh, friendship. Yes. And if Tim Shea comes on and uh, he's like, hey, I got offered these courtside tickets, but I can't use them. Tell him that I will gladly help him out if he needs help. Thank you for the time, Barton. Pass that along. We'll take a quick break. Uh, We'll come back and have Bucks Raptors reaction. I want them gummy squares. I want them gummy squares. I want some sleepy sleepy with no more anxiety. I need them gummy squares. I need them gummy squares. I need my wife to find her happy place really soon. We have Delta 8, CBD, and you. Delta 9s go to happyplacepep.com. Quick tab out, everybody. I'm here at Happy Place Hemp, College Court in Muskego. And I look out the window. There's Maddie's, just like I say. It's right there. All right, so I'm with Chris. 
Delta eights, Delta nines, THCO. I talk about the three a lot. What are actually the differences in those three gummies? Um, so the main difference is, is going to be strength. Um, Delta nine THC is the naturally occurring THC in the plant. That's if anybody refers to THC. They're more often referring to Delta nine, but because of that, it's highly regulated. I can only put so much into the gummy. So the Delta nine gummy has nine milligrams of Delta nine THC, which is plenty. Cause if you go to Illinois, the most they're going to probably give you is 10 milligrams. Oh, wow. So it's, it's still plenty potent. Um, but the Delta-8 and the THCO don't have any regulations, so I can put as much in there as we want. We found 25 milligrams to be a really good experience, so we kind of settled there. So Delta-8 and Delta-8 uh, Delta and THCO both have 25 milligrams, but the THCO is going to be absorbed quicker and more efficiently than the Delta-8 or Delta-9 is. So instead of like an hour for the effects to start to feel, um, before you start to feel the effects, it's about 20 minutes. Oh, because for a while I thought eight had less than nine. No, no, eight's lower than nine in number wise, but it's yeah, because then I was taking eights, and then the the, the the night I remember I might have talked about this once is I was laying in my bed talking to my wife, and I was just like, We are just laying here. I was I can't even describe it, but <laughs> I knew good. it was working. You felt good. Yeah. But we're like we're I don't I don't know, man. I can't describe it, but that's why I, I liked it. And then right after that, I was ready to, ready to sleep. Yeah, yeah, they'll, 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 they'll relax you, and you should get a good night's sleep on all the gummies that we make. Check them out, happyplacehemp.com. The promo code is BART, 25% off your order. You come by here as well, you can say BART, Bart Winkler Show, the Toby Altizer Experience, the Tim Shea Bonanza, whatever. If you get close enough, 25% off your orders, happyplacehemp.com. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash Blue Wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash Blue Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. And it's a final between the Bucks and the Raptors on the 17th of January. The Bucks win 130-1. 22. Welcome back to the Bart Winkler show. 
one of the things that we started talking about throughout the week and then on this episode as well was regular season basketball and what's the point of it is it relevant how meaningful is it and i think to go on what we were saying the last few days you get to a game like tonight where Giannis is once again out and the bucks don't play now until saturday so maybe there's some reasoning behind that or one of the other things is his knee could be hurt and we're just like no one thinks that it is we see knee soreness we're like oh yeah right then it's four games and we're like ah he's just milking it if he's out saturday again then someone's got to figure out what's going on because he might actually be hurt but tonight i mean if i if i paid tonight i was like i want my kid to see Giannis, and i need this and i need that i go to tonight's game and i'm like wow uh that was awesome what a thrilling game between the bucks and the raptors two teams that have you know battled each other in the past in big moments the the raptors i used to despise more than anybody during that run no, I, don't, I mean, Fred Van Vliet still pisses me off when he makes shots that shouldn't go in. But for the most part, I, the Raptors don't move the needle much for me. But a big win for the Bucks Earlier in the uh, episode, Hot Take Jake, I did play your voicemail. Really? Yes. I played you already voicemail. played it? Well, I taped the beginning and now we're in the whatever. Well, so good. if you're listening via the podcast... Jake left a voicemail saying he's 100% on board with Matt in the Falls. That's my guy right there. For Giannis not playing. No Giannis tonight, no Chris still. Middleton practiced with the herd today, sort of Bochamp, which is maybe why he didn't play, but it was still a thrilling game without it. I think Chris is like Kaiser Soze. He's like a figment of our imagination. I don't think he was ever real, you know? He was just looked at different. We looked at like Chris. Weber. Yeah. Kate in the middle, a ton, a two ton limit. Yeah. I can totally see that. G League, all star. Uh, maybe Middleton was just the friends we made along the way. I think he might play Saturday. I don't know. I hear that knee soreness is really flaring up again. It's going around. So I think your quote earlier was Giannis and these guys need to rub some dirt on it. Yeah, it you know, at the risk of sounding like a bitter old dude, which I guess I'm turning into. You know how I know I'm old? It's not that I don't like today's music. I literally don't understand it. Like <laughs> I don't I don't know what's happening when I hear today's music. I'm just like, what it, what is this? Yeah. But it no, um bad. I, I um something needs to be done. I I said it in the in the voicemail. At 40 years old, Michael fucking Jordan playing for the Wizards you know, alongside of probably, you know, Anthony Peeler. And I don't even remember who else was on that team, you know, probably Popeye Jones or some other scrubs was led the league in minutes, did not miss a game. So I have no sympathy for quote unquote knee soreness. What about on a night like tonight where, I mean, if if this did anything, it gave Drew the ability to step up. Drew had a massive night tonight, uh, 37 for Drew. Well, you know, that's great, but Grayson, maybe, your guy Grayson at 25. Of course, you know, um, th- that was great to see. And I'm happy for those guys. But like, you know, I don't care Giannis is the franchise. That's who should be playing. Like, I thought Giannis, you know, they talk about how, what do they call it? The Mamba mentality. I don't know if he's actually hurt. I feel bad. But like, if he's actually hurt, then like maybe he needs to take a look in the mirror. Because something I was thinking about today. And Giannis's biggest, like, 
or one of his greatest um, like character flaws is also like a positive and that he's so loyal and it's, it's to the point where he'll be loyal to, even if it's hurting himself, like he's so loyal to Greece, a country that, you know, tried to deport him several times. It doesn't give a shit about him until he got famous and he still goes and plays every summer for them. So and is Middleton? They, they held his is, are you talking hostage. about Middleton here? I'm talking about Giannis. Yeah, but is Giannis too loyal to mids? Probably, because you know, even worse than like playing for a country that like didn't care if you were alive or dead, and that tried to deport you and held your family hostage. Even worse, he tried to get Jason Kidd <laughs> to save his job. Uh, like, I got some comments coming in. Jason says, "What's this guy talking about?" Well, fucking Jerry open says, your ears, Jason. Jesus. Jerry says. What's wrong with fans? Who cares if Giannis misses games? It's about being healthy for the playoffs. The crying about this daily is tiring. Okay, so you're days. telling me our show's talked about it for two days. If game don't don't seven, don't, don't, don't do that to me. No, it's if game days. seven last year, I could have a two day topic. Do that to me. Fuck. Can sake. we can we time out on Bucks for a second? I guess because I got more to say about Aaron Rodgers. We can go down that road. I want to ask you before I'm going to get into Bucks. I like I can't. I, I'm excited to talk bucks. Yeah, but at some point in this 30, 40 minutes, I'm going to talk about Rogers. And since you're here, we might as well just make it now. Yeah, hit me with it. The thing that I said was, as long as nobody talks about anything, it won't be a story. But then Rogers has to do his appearance with with McAfee. He can't not do it. And then the same thing that he does every offseason, oh, it's up to them. I don't know if I'm wanted. You're always wanted. That's the Packers' problem is they can't quit you. And then this guy's talking about, and I don't want to get it out of context because the Rodgers defenders are out there, but I don't want any answer to talk about where you can win another MVP. I want it to be where you can win a Super Bowl. I don't want to get too much into it because I've talked way too much about Rodgers. That I will agree with Jerry with. But this this motherfucker Seriously. coming out here, it's just stop already. Tell me he didn't just like expose himself when you, what you want to talk about is MVPs and not, well, let's try to bring this, but you know, what do we need to do to win a championship? Like well, he's you, not going to catch anyone in Super Bowls, so I guess one more MVP is what he wants. Honestly, I'm right there with you, Bart. Like, I don't give a fuck about MVP. When I was a kid, when Brett Favre won it three times, I was like, hey, that's great because, you know, what, what did I know? But honestly, the act is so tired. Like, just hearing the in the same sentence, Aaron Rodgers, Pat McAfee, like I balled up my fist and I just like had the urge to punch something. And like, here's, I was talking about this earlier because I have a couple friends. We always talk draft. You know, I'm huge into the draft. And they're like, well, what do you think they'll get for Rodgers if they trade him? I think they'll get a one and a three. And I'm like, there's no fucking chance in hell anybody's given a one for Aaron Rodgers at this point. Anybody that watched him in that last stretch, like they're going to get much closer to the Brett Favre return than what you know a one and a three and all that bs like honestly i don't know whose call it was whether it was gutekunz i think it was probably murphy um but whoever made the decision to not deal him to denver last year and take that herschel walker type haul and then to compound that you turn around and put the exclamation point by giving aaron Rodgers the most or the least team-friendly contract in the history of pro sports they should be arrested and tried for their crimes maybe executed too like i'm just I want off the ride, Bart. Can we get shirts? Get me off the ride. Yeah, like, I'll make some shirts. I want off this ride. I think it would be great if it was like, you know, the teacups or something. 
And like, it's just a guy looking miserable next to Rogers. Who's just smiling. Like that would be a great shirt. Can I please get off this fucking ride? Jake. Uh, good to see you, buddy. <sighs> I needed that. So yes, it's great to see you too. My friend, you're making a lot of friends on here. Where is everybody? They're all in. They're all dancing in the comments. Is it too late? I mean, what the hell? What's going on? I got Q right here. What's up, Q? Q? What's going on? Um, I'm, my only comment on Rogers is that he is consistently all about himself. Yep. Like, he and he's so far removed from reality that, like, it, it's not watchable. So... All right. Well, I'm good on that. I got that out of my chest. I think we all did. We had to say something, but yeah, all, all it was all day is people. It's like, and then now Ike Packers wants Joe Lombardi. Get, get this, get, get these, get these guys off the internet. You know what's right. fun about Pat McAfee? He literally Nothing. like moans in the background when Rogers is talking. He's like, eh, ooh, eh, ooh, oh yeah. Eh, when Aaron says eh, something cocky, he's just like, oh yeah. Oh God! It's, give it to me, Aaron. Yeah. It's, yes. I, I'm pretty sure, like, we need to do like a hand check on McAfee because he's like jerking himself off under his desk while Rogers talks. So, which honestly, more power to him. Like, he got him a hundred million dollar contract almost single handedly. So, um, if anybody gets me a hundred million dollars, I will do something similar. Uh, anyways, yes, Bucks beat the Raptors. Jake, if you want to hang for a few, you can, it's your life. Yeah, because I, I want to talk about um, Miss Middleton uh, um, a little bit more. So, what, I, know, I, like, want, I, I was hoping for like a positive Bucks yeah, win today. Thirty-seven points from Drew Holiday, and you want to talk about Chris? Did you read the the article from Eric Name? Uh, I I heard the bullet points, and it just was nauseating to me. Like clearly, this guy's checked out. He doesn't give a shit. Like, why are you I, getting that? Middleton? I, I, are you are you an NBA fan? Like, do you know how this works? I know exactly how this works. This guy wants to. I think contract. the people that the people that think that I'm crazy about like Rogers, they listen they must listen to me like I listen to Jake about Middleton. Well, yeah. okay, hold on. How Wait, many now you're years straight? Out? How many years straight do we have to see Middleton show up a fat ass that like you know he's sweating bullets 10 seconds into the game? And then he always has the slow start because, again, he's just like in, you know, 60% mode. Like, I'm sorry, you're a professional. You're paid. Like, maybe you should like – I thought maybe some of the let's, Giannis mentality would rub off on him, but he doesn't give a shit. Let's take I, a I step just, back. So he showed up out of shape last year having played in the finals and then flying like right away to the Olympics. So that's one year. I'll give you that. And but you honestly, just said five straight years. He shouldn't have played in those Olympics. Drew Holiday, too. I mean, if you go that oh. deep into a finals run, I, I think you're kind of asking thought, for I it. I thought you loved America, America, Jake. Yeah. Yeah, because, I played you know, for my country. Come on. That, you know, that's like beginning a video game championship at this point. Getting a gold medal. Who, who cares? Freaking, again, that's like running games at 60%. You're playing these guys from, like, you know. Oh, Spain's good now. Angola and fucking, you know, yeah, Spain. They're just, like, running, sprinting their hearts out, and the American players are just kind of like, eh, little pickup ball, throw it back Mark, and forth. Can I get us back on track? <laughs> yeah. So, so sure. Grayson Allen, 23 points, four or five from three. Joe Ingles. Hey, who's on your shirt? Oh, yeah. sorry. That's Conrad. 
Conrad, if you're a wrestling fan, he's called the Podfather because he hosts like seven of my favorite wrestling podcasts. So shout out. Shout out, Conrad. Yeah. yeah. Conrad Thompson. CT. Well, you know. All right. I am going to focus on Q now, so I'm going to say goodbye to you, Jake. All right. Yeah. I just want to say in my defense, one last thing. It's not crazy that I don't want to give Chris Middleton $50 million a year at 33 years old, considering he's fucking hurt every year and he's a pussy and he's out of shape and he's a fat ass. I love you guys. Bye. Now having a conversation about Middleton and what's next is different from being mad that he sweats. <laughs> I take it, take it from a sweater. Uh, you Let me tell you a quick story Q to get it way off track. All right. First day of eighth grade. We had our orientation or whatever. And I wore a green Adidas shirt. And I was sweating from this pit and sweating from this pit. And I had pit sweat. But then it the pit sweat ended up encompassing almost all over my shoulder blade, almost so that there was only just a slight river between in the middle of my chest that was not sweat. I was drenched. And the girl next to me is like, does something stink? <laughs> and I'm trying to like cover up my just like it looked like I got thrown in a dunk tank. So was this pre-deodorant Bart? Uh no, I'd been using I I've had uh and for the I speak for the voiceless because I've had sweat gland issues. I've I've had I, I did a prescription thing for a while and then I tried this Mitchum stuff and then for a while I was saran wrapping the paper towel under my armpits to soak it up throughout the day. It was pretty bad. It, hmm. it It's kind of coming back actually. So just, you know, if there's someone out there and you see a pit stain it, I might have one right now. So oh, thank God. Anyway, like I Grayson Allen, uh, 25. I, so I'm a sweaty guy myself and I switched to like more natural deodorant. That oh, I tried this bullshit called native. And uh, like the the doctor squash or whatever it is, that stuff works for me. The Sasquatch stuff. So, Josh wants me to know that I look like a short Ingles. Yeah, like an Ingles Bud Love Child is kind of where I reside. <laughs> Joe Ingles, two for three from from behind the arc today. Had that huge stop in the fourth quarter. Um, I, I'm liking what I'm seeing out of him. Like, I think it's been a slow start to the season, obviously, coming back from injury, but um, it'll be exciting to see him contribute in the playoffs. And uh, I, I hope that the 19 minutes from Jordan Noir today was us showcasing him for a trade because he does not deserve that much time, no matter how injury riddled the team is. So when I don't feel like when's the last time a team like, actually showcase someone for a trade. I feel like that's a thing we say a lot, but never really occurs. You know what I mean? I think it's wish wishful thinking. If you have to showcase someone, it means they're not a real piece. Like we're showcasing them for a trade, but then that just gives them more opportunity to be bad and untradeable. Well, I mean, Ryan he... says Jordan hurts his trade value every time he steps a foot on the court. I thought he had an okay game yesterday. I think he had like six rebounds, but War is tough. War, War is like all these guys that like, 
you know, like a Sterling Brown, like, and they're totally different, but like Thon, there'd be some nights where Thon would be like, he would do something where like, okay, if you can harness that. And Wara, I think he had a nice block and he, he makes some big shots and it's like, all right, if you can harness whatever's here, but then there's like four more plays that are stupid. Yeah. Like, or, or, or just doesn't look like he's good at the sport he's trying to play. I yeah, think where a lot of people were mad online is because uh, Bochamp didn't play and, and Wara did. Bochamp went up and practiced with the herd today. So maybe, I don't know. I, him and Middleton practiced with the herd. I don't know if that was part of it. Yeah, but what? Know. But then what team is like acquiring Wara? I mean, he so the promise that he had, I think he averaged like 20 points in the Olympics, which. Yeah, like, he was good in the Olympics, but he was like the only guy that shot for them. Yeah, but that if anyone knows Nigerian basketball. It's me. Uh, my brother actually, this is true, worked on their PR staff because Mike Brown was their head coach and he's with the Warriors at the time. Nice. So, in the tournament where they beat USA in Vegas, yeah. And I got a lot of pictures from the inside of the White House today. The Warriors were there. Nice. Well, that Did was cool. you, uh, Anything of note happen in that visit? Uh, they found more documents. <laughs> <laughs> There's some tucked under his chair. They actually wrote his name tag on the chair on the back of a classified document. Yeah, I haven't seen any footage of that. I, I feel like anytime Draymond's anywhere, anything could happen. So, Oh, Draymond made a funny. He said he thinks Steph could be president someday. And then they said, well, what would you want to be? And he said, wait for it. Secretary of Defense. <laughs> Secretary of Defense. Because he's good at defense. I get it. Because he, he's a defense. Speaking of good at defense, we really haven't touched on this yet. I'll keep you here for it. But Brooke Lopez, who had a quiet start to the game. Uh, I know because I captained him in DraftKings. Uh, I did not win tonight as he was ejected on a play where it looked like, so it looked like him and all of a sudden Drew's like playing the game and then Trent and Brooke are like hugging each other. It looked like Gary Trent Jr. initiated the embrace. I could be looking at that with Buck's eyes. Either way, it happened for three seconds longer than Brooke wanted. So he took the headband off and then, you know, more things ensued. Brooke was pretty pissed, got two technicals on that exchange and he was having a really good second half. And so in a night where Drew had two fouls early and then another two to start the second, all of a sudden you're like worried about Drew's fouls. Here's Brooke just gets tossed out of the game on one play to the massive cheers of the Pfizer faithful. Yeah. I mean, to me, it looked like you said Trent Jr. had him locked up because Brooke had an arm free and was like still trying to pull away, and that then he snatched the headband off. So I, I don't know. I don't understand the double tech to kick him out. It seemed like the TNT announcers thought it should be uh, one technical and then one. What did they call it? Like an aggressive act, which hostile I, act, hostile act. Yeah. Oh, I was watching the game on Bally, and then I saw, because I forgot it was on TNT, but then at the end of the second half, I saw them 
do an advertisement on the scoreboard for like Shaq's big podcast. And I was like, why would they advertise that? I go, this game's on TNT. As fast as I could. Got BA on the call. It was good. Yeah, BA did great. But then I don't know if I guess you didn't watch pregame or halftime on TNT. Well, I saw the halftime. You don't like that guy? Well, it was no, it was Shaq and then like the C squad. That's like, what they do on Tuesdays. It, I guess I haven't watched a TNT halftime with the C squad because it was it was bad. Yeah, that's their Tuesday crew. And they do like NBA TV stuff. I, like, you know who should like that is Chuck. Because it makes you see that Chuck is worth every cent that they have spent on him. Because that was like... Freeman? Bar- <laughs> Charles oh, Barkley. 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 Yeah. Yeah. But Chuck Freeman would have made that cast look <laughs> would have brought up the quality of that television. So uh Adam says, why the hell were fans cheering Brooks ejection? I think they were just cheering that Brooke got animated. Yeah. Because he after he got ejected, he was screaming again. Like at like the... when like how we cheer when council gets ejected. Yeah. And after that, I mean, the Bucks, Drew started really making some shots. Drew was amazing tonight. Drew and Grayson had an incredible second half. Like, I, I think he had uh, 18 in the second half. He was very good. I mean. Yeah, he had a big third quarter. I, I don't really want to trade Grayson, but a game like today would really improve his value. You know, I was thinking about this during the game. Like, it started with Brooke Lopez. And I still think we, we like, we, we undervalue him. We do. We have Giannis, Middleton, Drew. Lopez, all this stuff about how he changed his game and, you know, adapted and stuff. But he is not young. And and he is out there. He's 34 years old. And he's busting it every night. He's playing good-sized minutes. He's doing so well defensively. He wants to be Defensive Player of the Year. He could be an All-Star, should be an All-Star. And that's just a guy that they acquired, you know, when nobody knew what to do with big men. They get Bobby Portis along the way. You know, Connaughton has been good. Grayson Allen, remember, that could be Sam Merrill. Sam Merrill was never going to get you 25 points in the game. Javon Carter gets cut by the Nets. We get him. Joe Ingles, you know, we scoop him up. So I, I think that even though, like, they're old, and Bud was talking about the depth the other day, there's a lot of good guys, affordable guys when they got here. And, and I think John Horse has done a really good job of of building that. I just wish, like, the one draft pick he finally hit on in Bochamp would actually get to see some time. And if he did go to the herd and practice, well, then don't send him up there. We need you here, especially if you know that, Middleton and Giannis aren't going to play. I, I don't know. I just, I think that if I'm Bochamp, I mean, yes, I'm a rookie, but I, I, I'm getting frustrated with like, what do I have to do? I play a good game and then I just don't see the floor for games at a time. Like what, what do you need me to do when I'm out there? And I don't think there is an answer. Cause I think Bud's just going to be, it's almost like he's getting hazed in some way. Yeah. And Eric name had a quote from Bud about that before the game. And Bud said something along the lines of young players 
we watch their minutes, but also sometimes they need to work more in the gym or work more in practice. So I, I don't know if something behind the scenes is going on with with Beauchamp or not. So, but I think what's behind the scenes is that Bud sucks. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I I trust in Bud. I have doubted him in the past and was on the fire Bud bandwagon when you were putting up chairs. Um, but I I trust the man. But back to your questions on on Brooke. I was thinking about this the other day. Has Brooke Lopez done enough to get his retired his jersey retired? I was thinking about that during the game too. I mean, if they win another finals, they're all getting retired. So, and I looked it up. So there, there are five players from the 71 championship team that got retired. So, and I mean, it's pretty clear that um, like Giannis will get retired. Um, despite Maybe. Jake's take, like Middleton will get retired. And then it's kind of debatable about Drew because he hasn't been here that long. But I think his contributions enough were big enough in that season that um, he probably would get retired too. The next person up would be Brooke Lopez. Um, yeah, I think if they win, I mean, if you win another one, then we're going to start asking about like Bobby and stuff. Yeah. I mean, if, yeah. I think if, if they win another one with, this core roster, Bobby would definitely be there. I do like how we always talk about numbers being retired. I think if this podcast is going to carve out a niche in anything, it's going to be the show where we talk about numbers being retired. And quite frankly, I'm okay with that because I love the science behind retired numbers. Um, I also love how some teams have really dumb retired numbers. Like 23 in Miami is retired for Michael Jordan. And that's why LeBron couldn't have it. So I gave him six. Yet they retired 13 for Dan Marino. The Heat did, but still give it out. But 13's in the rafters at FTX Arena. The, uh, the that, That's why I don't like Jerry Rice and Peyton Manning. 18 was retired in Denver, and 80 was retired in Seattle. And then Jerry Rice called Steve Largent and said, hey, I want to wear 80. And Steve's like, well, shit, I'm a congressman. I'm not going to say no to Jerry Rice. And then the... Broncos guy was some guy from like the forties and Peyton Manning called his like nine year old widow and said, who knows what he said to her. She probably, she probably like, he probably like tilted her head up and down to say, yes, sicko. He probably sent her a bunch of Papa John's. Oh yeah. That too. <laughs> um, all right. Q anything else? That's all I got for tonight, but uh good, good bucks win. And hopefully we're silencing some more haters. Silence them haters. Have a good night, Bart. See you, Q, you too. StreamYard link is on in the comments, also on Twitter, if anyone wants to join. I do see that the Badger game is coming to a close. Uh, this podcast has not broken down too many Badger games and too many uh, Marquette games. Penn State, with a shot at the buzzer, misses. So the Badgers are going to win. The reason I was more interested in this than – any other one was because Tim Shea's at the game. Tim Shea did a Panther game. He did a Bucks game. And now he's doing a Badger game. Um, look at that guy. What a monster. 
63-60, the finals, the final on that one. People are getting a little nervous about the Badgers because they were losing a bunch in a row. The Badgers have already done enough to be in the tournament, and isn't that what matters? Isn't, isn't that what matters? The Badgers are got in. Marquette got in. And the Badgers aren't going to lose out the rest of the way. I, I don't know. You want to talk about regular season and whether it matters or not. Some of this, some of this college stuff. I just, I, I can't be the guy that gets into Badgers, Penn State. On a, on a, I just can't do it. Like I'm, I'm mad. I even looked at the, I'm mad. I even looked at the phone. Come March Madness, I'll go crazy for them. And also, um, if they play Milwaukee, though, I will, I will root for Milwaukee. More comments coming in. Logan says Brooke will end his career with more career points than Blake Griffin. All right. Adam says Grayson, Pat, and Ingles all had 30 minutes and we won. Why is everyone questioning this team? I thought uh, Trey Crosby had a nice tweet about it. Someone's like, why, why, why are people so mad about, about the Bucks? So, and he's like, people aren't, there's a weird contingency of Bucks fans that are acting as if this is an, a, the worst seed team ever. There's a weird contingency of Bucks fans that are acting as if we're fighting for a lottery pick or we're bad, or I, I don't know what the situation is, but there's a, there's a weird, and I don't know if that's a vocal minority. I don't know if that's what I've learned along the way is Twitter is this giant space. And this is where I get a lot of the reaction from and here on this and with you guys and whatever, but Twitter is what I get a lot of reaction from and starting on the radio, we use Twitter pretty heavily and I'd get in these fights on Twitter and all this stuff. And I'd argue with these fans and I'd argue with them. And what I realized was a lot of the people that I'm arguing with are kids After the Brewers lost in 2018, I'm hammered arguing with this girl. She was like 17, being like, oh, I just love my Brewers so much. And I'm like, shut up. They suck. You'll never be here again. And she's like, who is this guy? And the Bucks. Oh, my God, the Bucks. Some of these people, some of these people I'm arguing with are that are trying to, like, create the discourse. They didn't know the Bucks until Giannis was on the team. So I just got to be careful of that. Joe is in Iowa. What's up, Joe? Hey, Bart. Joe, uh, we could talk Bucks, but I got to talk to you about your weekend first. Yeah, do it. Joe sends me a DM on Sunday. Easy. I've got my son in the room. Okay. That he is at the Minnesota Vikings game. And I'm like, what? Yeah, true story. You're in Iowa. It's close, I guess. It's close. There was some bachelor party that turned in or a friend's weekend or, yes. or what happened? So this started two years ago in the pandemic. Um, we went up to that uh, Packers playoff game that nobody could go to, Seattle. Um, just rented a house in Green Bay, just me and a couple guys, and just watched Wild Card Weekend, and it was pretty amazing. Uh, just had a great time. Um and so we've done that now the last couple of years. And so this weekend we did Minneapolis. A few of us, like 
there was probably 10 guys there. Only four of us went to the game, but it was my buddy works for the Star Tribune and has got connections to the team and got tickets for like 50 bucks. So we're like, yeah, I'll go and watch the Vikings lose. This is amazing. So it was wonderful. I'm sitting there and just like pure joy was actually was like really disappointing because when the game was over, nobody cared. Everybody just expected it. It was just like, yeah, well, that's kind of how we expected that to go and just walked off. There was just, there was, I was trying to picture myself if that was me at Lambeau and that had happened to the Packers, I would just be like comatose. You'd have to drag me out of that stadium. So because the last thing I heard from you was like, this sucks because it was pregame hype and you're around 80,000 Vikings fans. Yeah. Man, to be to randomly be at that game, did you like cheer or were you like well behaved? So my buddy that I that I took with is going through like a bunch of life stuff, and he's a big Vikings fan. So I tried to keep my I tried to like (laughs) keep it pretty level. Um, How did how how did he deal with the loss? He was doing he he did okay. He was fine. I actually. I'll send you a photo. You can retweet it. He's not on Twitter. He, I'll show you how, what he looked like after the game in all of his Vikings sweatshirt glory on the couch, completely asleep. So you walked out and everyone was just cool with it. Yeah. It was like, uh, it was like a preseason game and like that was tied 21, 21. And it was just like, Oh, well, you know, there's always like, you know, whatever. Jeez. So, uh, you got anything about the bucks? Um, I didn't, Watched the Bucks because I was watching Iowa State beat Texas and pride of Racine, Wisconsin, Tyrese Hunter, um, who like devastated uh, the Cyclones by leaving after his freshman year. But I just what I have to say about that um, is great. When they introduced him tonight, the Iowa State student section threw up a bunch of Monopoly money in response to his NIL contract that he got from Texas. So that was pretty great. Um, my one bucks take for the night is is that, Iowa State good? Yeah, man, they're twelve and they just beat seven. They lost to Kansas by two on Saturday, so they're pretty good. So, uh, sneaky good. Big Twelve's tough, man. Yeah, uh, again, I, I'm major deficiency for me. College, right. college regular season hoops. Yeah. Big, big sore spot for me. Um, the one thing I'll say about the Bucks, and I agree with you, is like all these people that are like saying that this this season is garbage and this team is garbage. I I mean, it's mid January. You know, it sucks that Giannis hasn't played four games, but we're we're all getting to a point where you know everybody's just loading up for the end of the season in the playoffs, and I'm fine with that. You know, we stay in that two three seed zone. I'm good. Well, uh, your boy Brock Purdy this weekend, big game. I like the Cowboys. Um, after last night, they looked pretty good last night. So, I like your living room. Thank you. I like the wall. Thanks. My wife painted that a couple months ago. Yeah. Jesus dining room. So, I like it. I like the lamp. I like the bookshelves. That lamp's pretty good, right? I like the whole vibe. It's not like mine. I got a grand piano and it's I mean, always light out. So, hi, it's Jackson. All right, Joe. Well, glad you had fun at the game. Yeah. Hey, uh, maybe, uh, maybe next year we can catch a Packers game together. I will love to go.
All right. Sounds good. Sounds like uh, my son woke up, so I should probably take care of that. Yeah, I don't think my son ever went to bed yet, and my wife, I feel bad for her. All right. All right. I'll see you later. All right, Joe. See ya. Joe randomly winds up at the Vikings playoff game and then gets to see them lose. Would you rather go to Labo and see the Packers win or go to U.S. Bank Stadium? Vincent, uh, Vincent's really in the chat. Get your ass on here. I, I will love to go. <laughs> that that is that is what I said. Uh, I did have one more since we were talking a little bit about going to these games and who's playing and who's not. I did get a voicemail today on that topic. The Carl's Place voicemail line 402-915-BART 402-915-BART. This is from Jeff. It's Jeff in Milwaukee. Um, I got a take probably you won't like because you have kids. But before I get to that, I went out into my car so my dogs don't bark, you know, heaven forbid. You know, I have a little noise in the background. But uh, I'm tired of all these, all these whiners about, oh, I didn't get to see Giannis. I paid good money. Oh, my family. Don't have fucking kids if you don't pay for it. And, you know, maybe support the team. It's not like the Packers. There's 80-some games, however many games. There's not, you know, 17 games where you only can go once or twice. I get it. It's expensive, but you have ample opportunity to see the superstars and maybe just enjoy seeing some of the other players. They don't care about you people with your kids. All right. That's it. No, okay, that's fine. That's how I used to be with the Brewers. I'd say go to these games. You guys would tell me we have kids. You have a lot of. Uh, we have school the next day. I'd say, ah, screw school. My thing with the Bucks is my kid goes to bed at seven o'clock. I'm not. I need a day game. Okay, I need a day game. I'm gonna play also. Uh, if I don't, do I have permission to do this? I don't know. If I'm not, I'll find out. Zora caught up with Brooke Lopez in the uh, locker room. From from your vantage point, as you're just walking back to the locker room, though, what what had you most frustrated? Um, I don't know. I, I can't expect the refs to get it right if they're not going to get it right during the game. Why are they going to get it right when they replay it or any other calls? You know, it's it's what it is. You know, I make mistakes. You make mistakes. Eric makes less mistakes than us probably, but they make mistakes too. They made mistakes tonight. And it's what it is, you know, they're human, they're fallible, even with the help of replay, they still have a tough time, so it's cool, you know, it's what it is. Did you watch the rest of the game in here? I did, it was fun, it was fun, basketball's a fun game, how about that? What do you think of the way the guys closed it up? I thought Joe played so well at the end of the game, he got some stops, did some stuff offensively i think you know he was so good you know just so positive that's the main takeaway very positive for our team joe is also standing right here correct yes yes he is yeah so you know there's some pressure but you know i'm gonna be a good guy anyway take the high road just ask him why just want to know what happened to gary trent's headband that's all i want to know yeah i was joe engel <laughs> Do you answer Joe's questions, or you just ignore them? Should I answer Joe's question? It's just driving me so insane. I had to do something. Was talking. To me. <laughs> All right. So there's Brooke Lopez. 
who actually ended up sounding a lot like uh, Joey Bosa, which I don't like. Joey Bosa was like, oh, the refs probably laugh at me and say, oh, we got this guy with another one. But Brooke went all in on the refs and then uh, got mad. Austin's joining us. Hey, Bart. Austin. What's going on, man? You went to the hey. game? Yeah, yeah. I got um, won a raffle at work, got some free ticks. Oh, nice. Did they like, were they like good tickets or were they like, yeah, we were very David um, NBC curb tickets, right? Right in the nosebleeds. Row 20. Fair. So it was good. Yeah, it was nice. Not quite Uh, Tim Shea living, but pretty good. No, I don't don't think anybody is going to compete with Shea. I mean, no, that guy's, that guy's uh, getting job applications. He's got it all going. He's, he's, He's the Scrooge McDuck around here. <laughs> hey, man. Uh, so I wanted to talk about the Lopez uh, ejection and the crowd cheering. So I saw the comment up on there. Yeah, I just figured it's like when a manager gets ejected, you're fired up and you're like, thank you for caring, man. Yeah. Okay. So that's what it was. And like, it wasn't like he had a really uh, shitty night. You know, he had 19 points up and uh, having a good second half. Yeah, and so when when we were sitting down, there were people, like, walking, you know, down the aisles, so we couldn't really see the scrum. So my buddy had uh, brought it up on Twitter, and we saw him yank off the headband. We are like, okay, yeah, that's a T. That's a T. I don't know why he did that, didn't have to do that, but I don't think the crowd saw that. They didn't put it on the, on the Jumbotron or anything, but I think the crowd, I don't think anybody saw that. And I think that's why they were just cheering. They probably thought it was BS, but I don't think anyone noticed that. Yeah, so I guess taking the headbands off is a technical. Well, I mean that. Yeah, it's kind of douchey. That's like that's like like you know. Did you? I don't know if you ever played Halo, but like doing the dropping your <laughs> on the person's face after you shoot them. I don't know. Uh, no. Um... I've not really played Halo. Uh-oh. And uh, just, to, just to update you all on the saga here, the Sega saga, I'm trying to set it up right there. Oh, hell yeah. But I can't figure it out. I'm like missing a piece. So, well, I got this table at a yard sale for $2. There you go. I don't know, dude. I do IT. Send me uh, some pictures of the setup of what it is, and I'll let you know what you need to get. I mean, I also have Google, but... Well, you could also Google, yeah. You could try. But I'm trying to play, because some some of these games are like... I have this Turtles game that I have the case and the instructions. It's worth like 45 bucks. (laughs) Are we going back to the Sega? No, Uh, but... No, no, no. Did you no. take some gummies? No, no, no. <laughs> okay. All right. So other other thing, um, my buddy was telling me, like, he won't forget uh, Pat Connaughton in game six, missing four threes. What are, what are your thoughts on uh, Connaughton sticking around on the team? Um, so we're just like, I haven't looked at stats or backed this up. I'll just tell you based on feel. Yeah, I'm 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 more confident with Grayson Allen minutes than Pat Connaughton minutes. 
I, I think kind of both are kind of shoddy. Well, Grace, I don't know. I feel like Grace. So Grace had 25 tonight, and let me look at his numbers as of late. Because he was he was making offense for himself in the lane, in the paint. He's averaging 11 points a game this month. Okay, let's look at Pat. I just feel like, I don't know. I feel like Grayson, Pat's averaging 10. So they like, they almost do the same thing. They do do the same thing. And I'll tell you, so he was telling me that he wants them gone. And I was saying, well, here's the problem is they're not starters. They need to be coming off the bench. And right now you've had Middleton off for, fuck knows how long. So I don't know if it was Grayson or Pat filling in for him, but it's one of the two. And then, uh, you know, Giannis has gone for a game. So, but either way, neither of those two are starters. They are bench. Like you can go in the playoffs, go seven people, maybe eight people deep. And those would be two great ones off the bench, but there's no, there's no need that they should be starters. Well, yeah. Um, don't they start Grayson though when they're like full? And they shouldn't. They really shouldn't. So you want to start Bobby or Javon or what? I would say I would say you could go. Well, if you had mid, if you had mid, Giannis, Bobby, Lopez, and Drew. Lopez and Drew. Okay, right. So everybody that won the finals, there's your starting unit, and then you're pulling people off the bench as need be. I don't know. I think I still think that you need the people and and it's like regular season. So fine. But like when playoff time comes like that needs to be your starting five. And then you pull as need based on fouls or, you know, time. Yeah. I don't know. I think they like, I think they like Bobby because they like never start him unless they have to. Yeah. And what, and what's the point? Like what does Bud get some weird satisfaction out of that? Well, he started tonight, but they're also down more guys. Yeah, Bochamp was whatever happened with the herd. I don't know. He played for the herd with middle practice. He practiced with them today. Yeah, whatever. But I don't know. Um, Eric Name said before tonight's game, Bud said Marjan is available despite he did practice with the herd. He has not played yet. Bochamp didn't play last night either. Bud said something about uh, it's one of the beauties of the depth of our roster. A lot of guys can help us. He's had good stretches. A lot of guys can help us. Uh... Yeah, a bunch of nonsense. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. All right. Uh, anything else for me? No, I just wanted to check in and uh, hop on since I went to the game and had some. Some Inside. eyes on it, yeah. Rather than like you are a correspondent down at Pfizer. Yeah, I should have brought a fork with me, but you know. Did you uh, have any twenty dollars drinks? Um, I had three fifteen dollars beers. Oh, so that was worth it. Nice. No, no. So I had. <laughs> I made sure to get the twenty-four ounces instead of the twenties. Smart man. Yeah, yeah. All, All right, buddy. Bye. Hey, man. We'll Love talk. It. You betcha. Austin. See ya. Bucks now don't play until Saturday when they have the Cavs. Then against Detroit. Ugh. I say that because it's a Monday. I'll jump on. 
Denver, Denver should be coming here the 25th. That'd be the only time we get to see them. That'll be a good game. Uh, as long as everybody plays at Indiana. So there's some games coming up next week or so. Kind of a slog, a lot of early games, a lot of central time games, West Coast trip coming up. Uh, first week of February, and now I'm just like stalling to kill time, even though I don't have to. I, that's, that's a radio. It's a, it's a radio thing. Speaking of radio, I will be on the radio on Saturday from 4 to 9 p.m. on CBS Sports Radio. Affiliates all over this great land, including WSSP, where I get to go back to my old building and do radio for the entire country. But yet, ESPN Milwaukee airs Greeny from noon to 2. Figure that one out. Tomorrow's show, Thursday's show, will be Paul Emig and Grant Bills, and then Friday's show will be Horvat and the Picks. Chuck says, Bucks don't play until Saturday. What will you talk about until then, Aaron Rodgers? I mean, I told you, this guy sucks. He's, he's talking about his future. He's talking about MVPs he can win and not the Super Bowl. What more do you need? What more do you need? All right, that'll do it for tonight's show. Thank you for hopping on. Tell your friends, like, and subscribe. HappyPlaceHemp.com, promo code BART. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.